In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. There is a difference between superstition and faith. There's a big difference between superstition and faith. Superstition is like, you know, if you, uh, if you, you know, if your shoe is flipped over, then it's like bad luck. <laughs> That's superstition. Oftentimes, when we approach God, when we approach our faith, we approach faith superstitiously. We treat it like magic. Now, oftentimes when we pray, we think that if we say the right words, or if you, if you do the right novena, or if you say this prayer enough times, you know, you know what really kills me, or really drives me crazy? Is when they, like, you find those little papers that says, print this out a hundred times, and put it in all the different little chapels, and say this prayer a hundred times, and say, Anthony, we'll give you whatever you ask. Some of you guys are not laughing because you're like, These kinds of devotions make us think that somehow, some way, that if we do certain things, if we say certain things, and, and if we say it enough times, that somehow, some way, God will hear our prayer. God will get annoyed of listening to me, and He'll just say, Okay, here you go. What we hear Jesus give in the gospel today is this exact concept. Jesus gives this example of this woman, this, this widow. Who's been, who's been treated unjustly. And she goes to this unjust, this mean judge who's not afraid of God, he's not afraid of anybody. And she goes and she begs him. And this judge, what does he say? He says, you know what, I might as well just do this, otherwise she's going to drive me crazy by her continuously, continuously coming to me. So I'm just going to give it to her anyway. Now who does this mean judge, who is Jesus actually using this mean judge to symbolize? Very weirdly speaking here, He's actually using this mean judge to symbolize God. So does that mean that God just uh, is just this mean judge who just eventually gets annoyed of us and says, okay, I'm just going to give them whatever they want? No. Jesus gives this exact story to show us, you and I, exactly how he is not. That he is not like this. He's unlike, he's opposite of this mean judge who doesn't really want to help this woman but just does it begrudgingly. Oftentimes when we approach God, this is how we imagine. We, we imagine that, that God doesn't really care. That God is not really listening. And that if I yell enough times at God, if I say enough prayers, then He will listen. I can get His attention. And then we treat prayer like magic. And then when prayer doesn't work, which I hear all the time say to me, Father, prayer doesn't work. Again, like it's some magical incantation. Hocus pocus. Prayer. Prayer needs to have faith. And you and I, my brothers and sisters, we need prayer like you and I need oxygen for our lungs. That's how much you and I need to pray. Prayer is not an option. Prayer is not like a good advice for somebody. Prayer is not like, hey, this will help you, like take a Tylenol. 
We need to pray, but we need to pray with faith. Not with superstition, not with magic, but with faith. So what does it look like to pray with faith? Well, somebody who prays to God in faith is someone who is able to to believe that God has a bigger plan. That that God really truly has a bigger plan. That, That in the end, even if he doesn't answer exactly how you want him to answer, that you're able to submit to God's will in the end. You're able to say, God, this is what I desire because you're my father and I bring this need to you. But Father, I trust and I can submit to your will. Even if it's not what I want, even if it's difficult, Lord, I surrender. I submit. Like Mary says, I am the handmaid of the Lord. Be it done unto me according to your will. It's not easy to surrender. It's not easy to accept. But we believe that whatever it is that we're accepting, even if it's bad, God is allowing it for a reason. One time, St. Gertrude, a very big saint, she was praying for one of her friends who was very, very ill, and she was suffering a lot. And she kept praying, and the more she prayed, the more she actually started noticing that her friend got worse. Have you ever felt that way? When you began to pray for something, and the very thing that you're praying for, it actually the opposite started happening? One day Jesus appeared to her, and he told her, Gertrude, you're praying for your friend, and you're asking me to take away this illness, you're asking me to to heal her and take away all of this, but if I take away this illness, she will not have the graces And the blessing and the joy that is awaiting her in heaven. She will lose all of that if she gets healed. And that there is, that she's storing up so much glory in heaven for herself and for so many people. She's bringing actually healing to so many people through her suffering. Will you accept? She said, Lord, I accept. God has a bigger plan. God God sees and He uses everything. Even the prayers that we think are not answered, He hears them and He does something with them. He can't not listen to us. He cannot not listen to us. A person who has great faith when they pray is somebody who believes that God really truly is listening and that He desires to give us good things. And that... That God really truly isn't this like this stingy God who's like holding all of these good things. And if we do the right thing, then he'll give us stuff. It's somebody who when they come to God, they're like, God, I'm confident. Like, Lord, I know how good you are. I know how, how much you love me and how much you like I'm your child. And a, a father just wants to do good for his child. So I trust that whatever it is that I'm asking I know that you're good. That, that Lord, somehow, some way, you're going to answer my prayer in some way that, Lord, you see the bigger picture that I do not see. But we have to have confidence. We have to believe that God is good. Not question Him. Not doubt Him. Not put God under interrogation and investigation like we do. When we're praying, we're literally thinking to ourselves, do I trust you? Do I not trust you? Are you really good? Are you really there? Are you really listening? 
St. Augustine and St. Monica. St. Monica prayed for 30 years for her son Augustine, St. Augustine, who's literally one of the greatest saints in the church today. She prayed day and night for for his conversion. And this guy was a ladies' man, and he wanted to go out, and he had a, a baby outside of marriage. He, couldn't, he could not get his stuff together. Let's just put it that way. He just, he loved sinning. And she prayed. And she asked God to convert his heart. One day he came up to her and said, Mom, I'm leaving, and I'm going to Rome. Now, she did not want him to go to Rome because she thought, if he leaves my home, then I won't be able to have any sort of influence over his life. And that means that he's never going to convert if he actually leaves. How am, I going to, how am I going to control the fact that he needs to convert? Like, I need to be in control of this, she thought. That if I'm not around, he's never going to convert. She let him go. That day, she cried and she sobbed. She almost felt like maybe God didn't hear my prayer. He went to Rome. Guess where he meets Jesus and where he has his great conversion? In Rome. And and St. Augustine says, and St. Monica says, that, that God had to not answer their prayer or her prayer for that day in order for him to answer her prayer that she prayed for every single day. That maybe it wasn't the right time. That God in His wisdom knew that it wasn't the right time. But that we have to continuously trust that He has a plan and that He's good and that He desires good things for us. Someone who has great faith is someone who doesn't just pray only when they want something. Many of us. We only begin to deeply pray when we really want something. And then when we get that something, we stop praying. We stop going to church. We stop fasting. We stop praying that rosary. We stop talking to God day and night. We say, our Father, help me. We don't even finish saying our prayer. We're sleeping. A person with real faith. They cannot stop praying. You can't stop a person who loves God. Like, you know when you're in love with someone and in the beginning you just like talk to that person all day long. You like talk for like five hours and it's like this, the birds are chirping and the sun comes up and you're like, dang, we've been on the phone for six hours, right? Seriously, this happens when two people love each other. A person who really truly has faith and loves God, they can't go a day without talking to him. They can't stop talking to him. Because that's what prayer is. So do we only pray only when we need something? And a person who really truly has faith, really truly believes, is somebody who doesn't just do God lip service or like check off a box, but somebody who really spends quality time, like I said. Somebody who really truly sits for those for that hour, that half hour. How much time do you actually spend praying and talking to God with scripture, with a spiritual book, whatever it might be? Adoration. How much time do you actually spend in comparison to the amount of time that you spend on your phone on apps like TikTok and YouTube and Facebook? How much time does God deserve? 
And then we pride ourselves that we pray because we said in our Father and Hail Mary. Is that real prayer? Yes, of course. Prayer, of course. But prayer has to go beyond just saying words. It has to be a real, true quality time. That means 20 minutes a day. There is absolutely no excuse for any one of us to not pray at least 20 minutes a day, to spend time with God, to read His Word, to read a spiritual book, to talk to God. There's no excuse. We literally, nobody has an excuse. At least once or twice a week to visit Jesus in the Eucharist, in adoration where He waits for us, day and night where He wants to give us His peace, where He wants to speak to us, He wants to love on us, He wants to hug us. And then we just drive by the church. And we don't stop there. person with real faith, when they drive that by that church, they make time. Like Jesus at the top of their day, they're like, Lord, I'm, I can't wait for my time with you, Jesus. I can't wait to sit 20 minutes, a half hour, an hour with you and just talk to you and just be with you. So today, my brothers and sisters, my challenge for us is this. From this Sunday to next Sunday, that you, at least once this week, you visit a chapel in adoration with Jesus. And you spend at least 20 minutes to a half hour with him. Just sitting there. Just talk to him. And if you can't go to the chapel, that at least every single day, you spend 20 minutes of conversation with God. Whether that's in the car, whether that's in your room, whatever that might be. That you take time to be with God. And that you come to him with faith. And that with that faith, you'll begin to see God not as this mean judge, but at this, this really beautiful Father who desires great things. And that will vindicate us, and He will answer our prayers in His ways and in His time. Amen.